This is Marriage Grit, robust, real marriage talk with Jason and Emma Schroeder. Hi, and welcome to Marriage Grit. Grit, by definition, is courage, passion, resolve, and strength of character. We're excited to stand with you as together we build these sorts of marriages. This is what we believe a Jesus gives life to the full marriage looks like. Our discussion today in response to our recent survey Drum roll. is what every husband wants his wife to know. There we go. So this is my turn, baby. It sure is. Last month, it was you with what every wife wants her hubby to know. That's right. And here we go, fellas. This is, this is our moment. Uh, so can I say up front, I am not all men. And so, of course, this is highly generalized because not all men are the same. But in this, I hope we can find something that's helpful for each and every marriage. And there'll be something here that represents all of us as fellas. So really, this is quite short. This is quite a a short (laughs) session because there's really only one point. Okay. Uh, One point I feel needs to be needs to be made. You, You know what I'm saying, gentlemen? You know, so what we really want our wives to know is that you are exquisite. You are just perfect for me in every way. Yeah, that's what we were thinking. Um, And how, you know, there's a whole lot of truth in that. But here we go. Our four points for today. Number one. You got four. I only had two. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Four quick ones. Right. Yeah, four short little. Yeah, let's keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, can, can we just say for point number one, I got some help from my basketball team. Woo-hoo! This was a fun conversation at the Greenwood, uh, a few drinks after a game. And uh, so, shout out to the Jets. Well done, boys. Reigning champions. Reigning champions. Throw that in there. So, point number one, uh, please make it obvious we aren't great at reading hints. So, wives. Please make it obvious we aren't great at reading hints. Oh, I really love a cup of tea. <laughs> Again, you're that's, doing your my, high-pitched girly it's a, voice. It's a great voice. Uh, oh, oh, I should really put the washing out. <laughs> Man, my feet are really sore. <laughs> Women, we don't sound anything like this. Let me it's the best I got. Disclaimer here. It's the best I got. So here's the deal. There's a few ways this can roll. A... We don't even hear it as a hint. So you think you're being very clever and and whatever else, and we don't even hear it as a hint. We just hear words. Mm. Uh, your feet are sore. Oh, maybe you should sit down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so here, here's the deal. It can leave you frustrated, ladies, that he doesn't care, when in reality it's just he didn't hear. Mm. He didn't hear it as a hint. He heard just words. Or didn't even hear it <laughs> <laughs> maybe we didn't hear anything yeah. that's uh yeah for sure and so here's another way it could play out is b we're trying to figure out how important this subtle hint is that you're dropping right. so we're kind of doing the math is it more than five out of ten important to you and then you multiply that by how many times we've heard you drop hints about this thing before and we've been trying to figure this equation out and then, then often before we finish the equation in our head, we're distracted and have forgotten about it. And so you, you don't get it anyway. So here's the deal. Which I thought I thought that was interesting when you said that, that you would actually, there's a level of 
figuring out how important it is in your head. I'm, I was quite yeah. fascinated that you that's something that you do. Especially if it's something I don't want to do. <laughs> how necessary. So whose scale? Who comes up with this scale? <laughs> you don't even want to enter the scale. So instead, clear communication right. is the way to go. Because okay. we know that unclear expectations are the greatest source of frustration in yeah. a marriage. Unclear expectations. And so here, you're stating an expectation extremely unclearly. Right. So don't think we're that smart or listening that carefully uh, all the time. Now, obviously, we don't like nagging either. And so I know you're, you're probably trying to avoid well, the, the yeah. nagging space, yes, right? Yeah. I think a lot of the time, and correct me if I'm wrong, women, but we're often trying to be subtle because we don't want to be naggy. We hate the thought of being naggy. So it's like rather than being super explicit, we'll just subtly mm. present our <clears throat> requests um, and so neither of them are actually working for no, us. No, that's right. So what do you do? What do we want you to do here, ladies? Well, ask us, hey, babe, hey, husband, how would you like me to, muni- to communicate <laughs> about this? <laughs> how would you like me to communicate? How would you like me to communicate about X, Y, Z? How would you like me to talk about this with you, babe? How would you like me to ask for it? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, that's right. And so then I get the opportunity to say, "Hey, it'd be great. Just, just tell me clearly with mm. something like yeah. that. Just, just make it explicit. Yeah. That's far better for everyone. And that's or, something you do all the time. Yeah, yeah, or, or just yeah, if you could not ask me this way or at this time, and it, it just creates a conversation so we can be on the same page. Right. Everybody wins. Number two. Number two. Trying to solve things is my way of showing love. Mm, right. So when when you're talking and offloading emotion, etc., and you just need me to listen, know that me trying to solve it is not my way of annoying you or undervaluing you or Wanting whatever. Wanting to move on quickly. Yeah, it's my way of actually showing love. And I think this is true for so many, so many guys. And so, yes, maybe it's not what you needed in that moment. And so, yes, I and we can get better at that. But see it as us trying to help and trying to show love. Because the reality is so many guys were built to fix things, to solve things, to construct and and do. And so there's almost, we go, why would we even engage in a conversation like that if we can't move towards a solution-focused a solution framework yeah. and begin to try and solve it? Yeah. And okay. so we carry that into the conversation so often. And so, yeah, it's not, not us trying to say we're bigger or smarter or better. It's us trying to show love. Okay. Um, and we'd do it the same way with a, if we were having a conversation with a mate who was unpacking emotion, then we'd use the same fix-it strategy. So it's not actually like a, a gender thing. It's just it's a, it's a default setting kind of in you. Yeah, yeah, for, for so many guys. And so for us as men, yeah, I think it is, and with our wives, sometimes the best way to show love is just to listen. Yeah. And, and so I think for many of us, that, that's we're a work in progress there. And so, so work with us, ladies. Help us. Um, help us there as we keep getting better at that. Uh, and, then, and then what I, I found, because I naturally, I 100% am solving it in my head or trying to, and maybe it's a good solution. Maybe it's a terrible one, but, uh, I'm, I'm but trying to, I'm trying to work at it. And then if I, if M is offloading some emotion about an interpersonal challenge, a, a work challenge, a, you know, whatever it is, 
and I have something in my head that I think can be helpful, then what we found works for us is if I just listen and then maybe at the end, I'm like, yeah, babe, I, I hear you. That's, that's difficult. That's, you know, whatever the appropriate response is there. But then say, babe, I, I have some thoughts that I think could be helpful for you, but no dramas if the timing's not right or you don't think you need them. Yeah, so I think ladies like listening to that, like that's a great resource. So I think sometimes, you know, we whinge and wield and complain a little bit and, and, and I think that's an important part of processing through emotion and feeling and whatever. But the reality is, is sometimes we actually then need to make a choice to move through that. And I think that that's where our husbands can be great because they're going to naturally, as we hear, default to that place. Whereas sometimes in a woman's space, we all just want to keep going around the mulberry bush sometimes with the, the complaining and the, the wielding <laughs> as opposed to getting solution focused. So I think knowing that they're they've got they're going to lean towards that and then tapping into that and i think even just as jay said getting used to going okay i need to complain about this for a little bit i need him just to listen and not to fix just to listen to actually let him know as you start the conversation yeah hey babe i just need you to listen for five minutes i don't need a solution here because yeah. he's going to carry that bent naturally as he's just said so yeah, i think make just it clear make, make it, it clear beautiful. as you're communicating what the expectation is what you need from him in that moment great number three number three you prioritizing making love helps me more than you know so so many husbands would love their wives to hear this that babe you prioritizing making love it helps me maybe more than you know and I think probably eight out of 10 guys, this is a really big deal, mm. the sex space. And for, for those eight out of 10 guys, managing sexual impulses, etc., is a really big deal. And it's a, it's a relentless daily challenge. And so wives, you can make it easier for your hubby or more difficult for your hubby to manage that space in a healthy way. We can work as a team or we can be continually not so <laughs> that's <same>. right that's <laughs> right so you prioritizing making love helps your hubby maybe more than you could know particularly if uh if you're lucky enough ladies to have married a guy with a physical touch love language then he feels valued when sex is valued yeah and when when sex and physical touch obviously all part of the same package so often um when that's undervalued then he feels undervalued so whole, whole healthy whole marriages cultivate healthy sexual intimacy yeah great. and and so like all like all important components in a marriage it needs to be firstly prioritized yep and i think then with that it's okay for it to be secondly diarized yeah and particularly as you've got you know young kids, kids at home and juggling work and everything it's, you're not on your honeymoon anymore. No. And so things that are important are prioritized. We have appointments in our diary because they're important. Yeah. And so for us, this is something that is prioritized and is intentionalized in the diary. Yeah. And so if you're looking not, for those impromptu moments. I thought you were going to say, so if you're looking through our diary. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> that would be weird. It's written in code. Uh, but yes, the, the point is if, if you're waiting for impromptu moments, I think that's a romantic and maybe a nice idea in the early married days. But the longer you right. go on, those impromptu moments are going to be few and far between. That's right, which can leave for a whole lot of frustration in yep. between. And, so, and again, if this is challenging for you, and we, we talk to a lot of people where this is challenging, and it's been a, a challenge for us yeah. through through our marriage, getting on the same page here. So I think a, a couple of important things here is that firstly, just try and communicate as openly as you can. Yeah. Now, really practically, it's best to have this chat when one of you is not crazy Randy. And in this context, that's eight out of 10 times going to be the guy. Uh, so, <laughs> eight out of 10 times going to be you. <laughs> 10 out of 10 times. <laughs> So, so find a time where, where it's not heated, where it's not supercharged, yeah. where you can have some mature, kind, caring conversations yeah. about how to get on the same page in this regard and then how to intentionalize and, you know, all of it. And again, that's, that's a whole topic in itself. So firstly, communicate. Yeah. And secondly is try something new. Yes. Try something new. And, and again, M's point from which is on a relationship series and- don't just try harder. Don't just try harder. Try, try new. new. Yeah. Although, but, but yeah, let's move on. So <laughs> try something new. And so that may be something really practical uh, that you're going to do in the mechanism of your lovemaking. That could be in the, the learning field. And, and there's a book that you can read or yeah. um, there's some, some great out, apps that you can with someone. download. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe it's in the prayer space. And you actually need to, to go to prayer in this to help get on the same page. Right. Or maybe it's actually talking to someone. And yeah, that might be humbling or awkward, mm. but that could just be the catalyst that helps bring change. So if you're stuck here, don't stay in that place. It can get better. And, and number four. Fourth and final point. That's right. Number four. We feel strong when you show us respect. Yeah, I love it. We feel strong when you show us respect. Ephesians 5.33, it says, Men, love your wives as you love yourself, and wives, respect your husbands. And here we have this beautiful dance where there's something for each of us. And so, guys, we're called to love our wives as much as we love ourselves, with the thought and the care and how we want our needs to be met, etc. Then we carry that into our connection with our wives. And wives, it says then, to respect your husbands, to show admiration for your husbands. And as we both come to the party here, there is this magic in the middle and that's where our marriages are designed to live. So respect, ladies. We we love feeling respected. And again, this is to show admiration for. So the opposite of this would be to mock us or belittle us or compare us to others and particularly publicly mm. where if, if we feel mocked or put down in front of other people and other guys, then that drives a wedge into the relationship. And so that's unhelpful. So instead, find things to brag about that you've seen us do or that we do well. Talk us up. And again, not in naff ways that are contrived, uh, but talk about things that, that you're proud of or thankful for that we've done. And then with that, include us in, in big decisions. And allow us to be a part of that decision-making process. Tell us important news before you tell your girlfriends or the kids or the your mum or yeah, <laughs> whoever, social media. 
yeah. and so things like that just show respect and and help uh bring us together and yeah. the thing that maybe we do that makes it a little trickier for you is we may act all cool like you could say something wonderful about us in a group setting that talks us up and we're and we're just all like mellow like kind of like yeah i don't care when you do that or or whatever, but know that it is doing something behind the scenes, deep in our heart, yeah. and it helps us feel strong. Yeah. And I learned kind of this point a couple of years ago about this respect space. It was actually John Finkelty who who shared it yeah, with us, so and it kind of it really struck me as I hadn't sort of probably thought of it or understood this respect thing quite like this before, and it's been really something that I have taken on particularly when it comes to the public realm. And, you know, we obviously, <clears throat> Jason and I have a have a bit of a public realm and I'm very careful, try and be very careful with what I say about him in public. And we do a bit of banter and we do a bit mm. of joking with one another, mm. but I'm really trying to put it through that filter of, is this respecting him? Is this showing That's him great. a level of respect or have I stepped over a line and it's just yeah it's it's become quite a filter and a lens through what i say um in that space i appreciate that thanks baby no worries thank you so here we go so ladies uh just a few things that us as men would like our wives to know so number one please make it obvious we aren't great at reading hints secondly trying to solve things is our way of showing love number three you prioritizing making love helps me more than you know. And number four, we feel strong when you show us respect. Mm, great points there. Thanks for joining us today, Marriage Grid. Remember, we didn't sign up for easy, we signed up for gritty because our world needs robust, healthy marriages. Mistakes and mess are inevitable. So let's stay committed to tenacious growth together. We believe in you. We are praying for you. It's so worth it. Thank you for joining us at the Marriage Grit Podcast. If you'd like to connect further, go to our Marriage Grit Facebook page or email us at marriagegrit at c3hh.com.au.